What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. And MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM, and the number one, HAM1. And it's brought to you by BoxOfAwesome.com and the promo code HAM. BoxOfAwesome.com, promo code HAM. And we're not done, guy. No. LegacyBox.com slash HAM. LegacyBox.com slash HAM. Now to the segment. After watching Jimmy Garoppolo, I still feel like all the stuff we talked about leading up was real, legit. Uh, And I think a lot of that criticism for Garoppolo, because what happened last night after the game was, I think, people talked about him like all the criticism came from their last game, which was true. But I think for us, a lot of it also came from what Chris Mortensen said on Ryan Russillo's podcast, which was to say that, you know, maybe Kyle was getting a little frustrated with Jimmy. So I thought it was a big performance for Jimmy. Not great for the Niners secondary, but I did think it was a big performance for Jimmy Garoppolo. I think? texted a couple people that would have a good idea, and I just said, have you heard that they're down on Jimmy? And they said, yeah. And again, like, is that breaking? Of course you'd be down on a quarterback that's throwing fucking picks at a, just a relentless rate. I mean, it's not, that's not really a story. Because... The, it's not like this is the end of the season where you'd be like, well, are they going to get rid of him? This is before week one. So we have the, we're going to let, we're going to see this play out. You know, I was thinking that last night too. Like, and we talked about on the last pot, like what if I watch this game and he throws three picks and what's going to happen? You'd be like, well, this season's probably going to be a disaster. and It's going to be Jimmy's last season, which would be normal thought. My big takeaway last night was on the most basic level. As you said, when you play another team, 
while the quarterbacks aren't on the field at the same time, you do get to see them go kind of like yin-yang, yin-yang, right? One guy comes on, one guy comes off, and you just see them play. Mahomes on a yeah. different level, like in a different world than Jimmy. Well, there's a, Mahomes, beside the older guys, is by far the best young player. It's not, it'd be like LeBron by like year three. It's like the dude's on a, in a different world. But I do think that Jimmy had a massive comeback. You're like, well, I saw some Jimmy Garoppolo just make some throws. Now, he did, he, he was late on one. He threw another one in a triple coverage. Like, he's not a perfect player. So, clearly, but he's not as bad as he had been. It was just a guy that after a couple plays and they got bailed out early in the game on a penalty that kept the drive alive, that he was just able to make some throws and kind of get his juice back. And he just, after a couple throws and the touchdown pass, just kind of got his confidence back and looked like, you know what, that guy could be a really good quarterback. I, I'm not as confident to go, that guy's going to be a really good quarterback anymore because the more I hear about Kyle being down on him, you still see him forcing balls. But he's really talented, and when he gets into a rhythm, he's a really good player. But, like, I leave that game going, he ain't Mahomes. Now, he just ain't Mahomes. <laughs> Mahomes is just a different beast because I, I felt if Mahomes, if Andy tries, if this is a regular season game, Mahomes are on 400 yards against the Niners. But who who is that a reflection of? Well, that's more that's more of a compliment to the eliteness that Mahomes and the ceiling that we might be watching one of the all-time greats that Jimmy might still be a top six or seven quarterback and just the difference it's always been like what's the difference between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers compared to like Roethlisberger you're like oh there's a pretty big gap and everyone's like well Roethlisberger's a hall of famer so it's that's okay that's normal right I I just I the best part of last night was Jimmy just a little able to get maybe the as Steve Young once told Gary Plummer, get that monkey off my back, just kind of get the monkey that this whole fan base and a lot of people around the league are just like, God, does he suck now? He doesn't suck. He can be a good player. He can throw a bunch of touchdowns. Well, look, yeah, but look, that com- the conversation's not over. It's ongoing, but it's just you took a deep breath, and what was important, like we talked about, him talking about how you deal with adversity of the day made it clear that he was dealing with adversity. Right, just the you know, do you shrivel up in a ball or whatever he said, curl up in a ball, or do you come out and fight? So he came out and fought. So okay, they got a chance, but they're gonna need. Like one thing's clear, they need him. Like they really need him, just to have a chance. Yeah. And, and I, I do think when you take a step back, you go, well, at the end of the day, the Chiefs. I, I think some might say, well, if Mahomes is you know, kind of what Steph was. Remember that MVP season? And then he came back the next year, and it was like, this guy's better. If he's better than he was last year, it is, I think, fair to say that this could be the best team in the league, right? Because he's just a better player right now than Brady. Now, I people are like, what? Listen, right now, every team in the league for one season would rather have Mahomes, including Belichick. Just because his ceiling is, you could argue, as high as any ceiling we've ever seen with any quarterback. Doesn't mean you said for you said for one. I'm season? saying just right now, like you would just take. Yeah, Mahomes. I mean, I I would agree with you. I think you could argue Bill's like I'm going but to the Super Bowl. You, but I need you, but Tom you know what you year. know what I'm saying though. Yeah, if you, I would not even have said a word if you just said from here forward, who do you want? Everybody, you got to get rid of the guy you have. The Packers would get rid of Aaron. But the, then, then when you just factor in their team, Tyreek, Sammy, just their whole team. I mean, Frank Clark looks like. I got news for you. They upgraded. They got rid of D Ford, who the Niners got and we haven't seen yet, and they upgraded. He's a dominant player. So they are going to be better. And they were, I don't know, pretty damn good. They they were a an offsides away from going to the Super Bowl last year. So, you know, it's like, can you be a good team and get rolled by the Warriors two years ago? Of course. So I, I think we gotta be careful with that. 
because I was watching thinking the Niners were outmatched, but Jimmy wasn't outmatched. He looked a lot better. He kind of got a hold of himself. It was just, it was, you know, what you wanted. You probably wanted a little more, but it was good enough. That's how I put it. It was yeah. good enough. And I think Kyle had to feel okay coming out of that game. Yeah, he said he definitely felt good. He got good. to just, he just, they just, they looked like the offense looked like it had a rhythm, right? So. Well, to me, there's one guy, and we've talked about him over and over, is Debo is clearly one of their better players. It's not even it's yeah. not even a discussion. He's the tough. You heard it here first. He's the toughest guy they have on that offense. You heard it here first. Receivers. I mean, let's, you heard it here first, yeah, John. Pettis wants no part of contact. Which, if you get open and make plays, I don't mind. Yeah, I don't. I don't need you to lower your shoulder. You shake a guy to line of scrimmage. Is good. He's no good contact. when I'm still waiting for him to do anything. Uh, the running backs are good. Braid is a stud, but use check. What do you think about use yeah, check? I mean, he's just an absolute stud. He's really good. Again, when you have a guy, when you have a good team, use check is really valuable. That's why he was always valuable for Flacco and the Ravens. When your team's bad, like the last couple of years, people go, "Why are they paying the fullback so much?" I don't know. He's one of their best players, but you have to be good to feel that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you you can't have a good six man in basketball and be a twenty five win team. No one cares. You know, just stats stuff. What does it matter? But where does the six man of the year usually come from? I don't know. A playoff team. Who who notices? Like they said it last night on the broadcast. They're like two Pro Bowl. Tim Ryan's like he's been three straight Pro Bowls. And you're like, God, what did you tweet? What was your Tim Ryan tweet? Well, it's it's very easy to know what he thinks about a player who he blames the flag on. Oh, based on who he blames so the like flag on, on. Uh, <laughs> who did he not like? He does not like Akella Weatherspoon because there were a couple plays well. where he's like, ah, that doesn't look like the other play to Sherman. You're like, uh, what? You're usually or like, God, D- Debo didn't push off there. It's like, whoa. You know, you can clear like he loves Debo, he likes Richard, he doesn't like Akello. It's just it's it's transparent. And maybe my spidey senses of media, I can figure that out. But it's is it reflecting the team well, or is it just his own? I also views? think well, definitely when you're like team broadcaster, right? Who's around? Who go like he knows? Like no one will ever tell you Tim doesn't do his homework because he's at all, every practice. Yeah, he's I've in the meetings. I mean, he's so like yeah, exactly. He knows. He, and it happens all the time. Like to me, you can listen to most. If you listen to most team broadcasts and you hear the way they talk about a guy, like it's generally from a place. Well, I'll give I'll give Tim credit on this one. Or not even he's team public enough and talks enough. He does a pretty good job for all the information he has. Not like if I had the equivalent of his information, do you think they'd trust me with all that information? Who they? Of course not, because <laughs> I would say it. But I, I would never. One, they would never put me in that position to like let me in team meetings or you know personnel meetings. I'm, I'm sure he's been to those, but I would never want to even like I, I can't. I, I don't keep secrets. Well, that's not that's not me. Like he can. That's why I can't ever work for a team anymore because I just I think that stuff's kind of stupid. He's good at that because it's like yeah, they fucking hate so and so player. Of course, so do the fans. And this is back to the fans. If if the fans hate him, usually the team kind of hates him. And when the team hates him, usually the fans kind of hate him. The, the fans, you know whose side they're usually on for the most part? The team, because they want the team to win. So it, the, when the guy sucks, they want the team to get rid of the sucky player. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's not that complicated. So they, I know this, the team wants Jimmy to win. The fans want Jimmy to be good. Kyle, I think that's where I get unsure. Like, what does Kyle truly want? Does he start thinking, this guy doesn't have it. I'm going to start separating myself. It's probably a little early for that. Where it's like, hey, bro, you better make this work or attempt to. And it's where I've been hard on him on the offense. I don't know. Did you read the article I forwarded you at the MMQB about all of his little minions talking about the scheme? It was like the quarterback club about all the guys that played for the Shanahan's. Oh, the coach right, for the right. Shanahan's. And, and there were a couple quotes in there. And I was talking to a buddy, a coach in the NFL, an assistant coach, 
who knows those guys? And he says, well, they think their scheme. Like, when you when you go to Gruden or Andy or Doug or Nagy, like, what is their scheme? Do you know what they tell you? And my, this is what my buddy says that works for one of those guys. They don't give a shit. Gruden would line up everyone looking at the stands and throw it backwards if he knew it would be the best play in the world. He does not care. In that article, Mike McDaniels, the 49ers wide receiver coach, is one of the minions. And again, I'm using minions in a positive way. These guys are really smart coaches. McVay, LaFleur, like the, the Kyle, they, they they think their offense is the end-all, be-all for a reason because in, in fairness to them, it's worked in different places. Uh, it's been two of the last three Super Bowls, right? Kyle, uh, McVay, it works. But they don't really, they don't go far away from the road on it. Like they, they are staying in the lane of the offense. And in that article, a quote from McDaniels, I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure verbatim it was, this offense makes quarterbacks not the other way around. And it speaks like, do you think Andy, look at the quarterbacks he's coached in his life. Like the coaches Andy coaches, or even like Nagy goes in, like, hell yeah, I can't wait to work with Trubisky. They actually look at it like a challenge. It's fun because they get to make up the offense. This offense, really, who does it want? At the end of the day, it wants a robot. Schaub. Even Matty Ice, who's the best version, is much more robotical as a player. Goff is just like he's kind of like the poor man's Matty Ice. Cousins. It, it's just that. That's what this. Uh, that's why Rodgers. In fairness to Rodgers, goes what? I can't fucking audible. What? What are you guys talking about? Like that's that's what Andy would say. Wait, you don't build in audibles? What? And that's where Kyle and Jimmy. Jimmy is not Matt Ryan. He is Romo. So you got to. That's where I put some pressure. Now Jimmy's pressing a little bit on Kyle. Like, bro, you're you're making seven and a half million dollars to coach offense. Figure out what this guy does well. If you got to change your offense a little bit, do it. But he, they just think their offense is the end all be all. Because when it works, it's so pretty, right? Play action, dudes wide open, layup, throw, touchdown. But when it doesn't, yeah. when Jimmy but, starts pressing, he's like, "What? It looks terrible." Yeah. Do you know how many points? Do you know but, what Belichick did? He took a shit on the offense in the Super Bowl because he saw it once with Kyle. He got his ass kicked, and then he saw it again last Super Bowl. And what did he do with McVay? He took him to coach school. Three points, because again, like when you're when you're seeing Andy Reid's offense, like what's it going to look like? Is he going to run eye back and run power? Is he going to go seven wide? I don't know. You never know. The Bears, what is their offense? I don't know. Nagy's trying to do whatever he has to do to get Trubisky to complete a ball. Doug, I don't just run like six different offenses with Wentz and Foles. We know exactly what Kyle and McVay are doing. Now they would say it works when it works. Well, can you figure it out with Jimmy? Yeah, well, I think part of the question with this team is like, even if they figure it out, how many points is it get? Like, what's going? Is that second? Now, it's not. I don't know how fair it is to judge them against the Chiefs. That secondary, uh, as you, you and you tweeted out, it wasn't all secondary. The Solomon Thomas on the wheel route, not his fault. What was that? He like was coming through traffic and then took a bad. I mean, it was just. Was that Tyreek? No, it was like Damian Williams. Whoever yeah, it was, their backup running or just starting running back. I mean, it was just you. And I think people, I know the scouts and front office people, it drives them nuts. Why on God's green earth, even if even Von Miller level player who's much better in space, Khalil Mack, Alden, why would they ever, ever like who? Well, we don't want to give them tendencies that a hundred percent of the time he's rushing. Well, I, yeah, just LT a hundred percent of the time he's coming at you. I'm not saying Solomon Thomas on LT, but my point is every time he should go forward, never go backwards or laterally, unless he's chasing a run play. Or unless All he's right. ordering uh, legacy box. Yeah, now we got to wait on Jimmy John, and we can uh, 
Wait on Jimmy's legacy. Yeah. Wait on Jimmy's legacy. Uh, this podcast brought to you in part by LegacyBox.com slash ham. Uh, we all have it, whether it's in your house, maybe it's in a relative's house, your parents' house, grandparents' house, sister's house, uncle's house, whatever. Basically, your family history in its physical form, whether it's photos, Polaroids, old reels. For me, it's VHS tapes and albums. Ooh. And, um, I mean, a lot of VHS tapes, a lot of me putting my mug in the camera, interrupting a family vacation to, like, the Kitty Hawk uh, in San Diego. But that was our lives. Our lives. Those were our lives. Ooh. And um, it's in the way physically. And it's not organized. And even if it is, you got to dig through it. I mean, Legacy Box is, John, this is a thing that people need. You can archive your whole family's history in a snap, digitize it all. It makes it safe. It makes it accessible for generations. And uh, right now they're giving you a great deal. Well, that to me is the key, guy. You can become your family's hero. You can become your family's hero. You, you know, your mom... Your dad, you, you, your grandparents, they have all these photos and, and videos, and it's time to get in 2019. And that's the great part, Guy, about Legacy Box, who have been crushing it with over 450,000 families, have trusted this company like, like you and I have, because they've used the exclusive discount, Guy. You go to LegacyBox.com, slash ham, and you get 40% off your order. So you gather all those tapes, you gather all those Polaroid pictures and all those photo albums from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, whenever. Us millennials, we like everything on our computer or on our phone. And you just, again, you just go to LegacyBox.com slash ham and you get 40% off. Go to LegacyBox.com slash ham and say 40% today. How, how do you beat that guy? You get it on a thumb drive, digital download, or DVD. I promise you, if you don't do it, there will be a time when you wish you had. Um, you get all your originally recorded moments back, obviously, plus the perfectly preserved digital copies. You get updates along the way. Every item you send has an individual barcode for it. So you track the whole process, um, and all the work is done right here in the USA. So LegacyBox.com slash ham, 40% off your first order. They make it super easy. They send you a box. You put everything in the box. You send it back. LegacyBox.com slash ham, 40% today. Get started preserving your and your family's past. I, I made this note last night, and I'm going to reserve. This, this individual has deserved the benefit of the doubt his career, and I don't know how serious he's taken uh, training camp slash the preseason games. Now, you would think with Jimmy's in there, he would take it pretty seriously, especially against really good players. But there have been a couple snaps this this preseason where it's crossed my mind, is Joe Staley kind of washed? Like, is he just his speed gone? And now, granted, he's played two of the potential. I mean, Frank Clark and Bradley Chubb, you're probably talking two pro bowlers this year, but they've destroyed him. And they killed Jimmy. So a lot of people texted me after or DM me or tweeted me or whatever. Uh, just like, is Staley washed? And it did cross my mind. But I'm just like, I'll, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But it is something that it is a little alarming. Because I, I don't think I you really half-ass it when you're a lineman, when you're going up against a good player, because you'll just get killed. Yeah, I, I, I think it's fair for it to be alarming. Washed. washed is strong. I'm just saying, like, like no longer do, good. Do no longer wa- good. Well, no longer like Pro Bowl level. Because, I'm just saying, no longer a good starting left tackle. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, do does it happen that fast for guys not injury? Well, he he played two guys like 25 years old that to are go, awesome. 
to go from really good to to wash. Well, he, I, like, I would, you can go from less good. Yeah, I would call him or not. I'd good. say in 2018 he was a good starter. Like he hasn't been at a Pro yeah. Bowl level guy for a couple years now. So to me, if you tell me he's a good starter last year, I'd be surprised if he's washed. Is he not as good? Like I think you go from. A good starter to wash, like injuries often help that. Wash was too strong. Those were people tweeting okay. at me. Just not okay. good. As a, and I just said, if he is not good, not wash, because you're washed, you can't play. You're not good. Like you are a liability. Then the Niner season would be borderline in major trouble. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Li- liability. If he's a liability, you could just like you wash. could feel pretty confident that the Niners are screwed unless they made a trade for like Trent Brown or I mean Trent Williams. They wouldn't trade back for Trent Brown. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big. 